What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Through My Eyes podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Nick. And today, today, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, the first round of the NBA playoffs is officially over, which means we're in the midst of the second round. And let me tell you, um, I know in my previous podcast, all I was doing was hyping up the first round and it deserved to be hyped up. Uh, The Toronto Raptors, Lawrence Pelicans, Atlanta Hawks, all those teams that participated in the first round and lost, put up a great fight. And like I did in my previous podcast, they deserve to be talked about. And that's why I talked about them. But today, we're going to be talking about the victors and the ones who came out victorious in their series and are now in the second round. And we're going to talk about the second round stats and the second round standings and series standings and all that good stuff. So with that intro out of the way, Let's get into today's podcast. And the first matchup I'm going to be going over is Miami and Philadelphia. And if you guys haven't checked out this series, please do so. Joel Embiid has been out for the first two games with an orbital fracture and concussion. He suffered it in game six versus the Raptors in the last couple of minutes. And Doc Rivers has been getting backlash because he kept him in the game. For no reason, they were up by 20 points, and his reasoning was the other team had their starting lineup in as well. And that, that that's just idiotic. I don't know what made Doc say that. Doc is an outstanding coach, a basketball savant, and I don't know what came over him in that scenario. But in turn, he lost his star player. Now they're down 2-0 against the Miami Heat in the semi-conference finals. And things aren't looking good. Jimmy Butler is balling out. Victor Oladipo and Tyler Hero are both putting up solid numbers off the bench, both averaging over 10 points off the bench. Uh, Bam Adebayo is playing dominant. He's playing like mini Jokic again. He had 24 and 12 in their first game. Jimmy Butler is being that offensive weapon that the Heat need. Also, P.J. Tucker is the perfect piece for the Miami Heat and he fits perfectly and just plays his role to the max. The thing about Philly is without Joel Embiid they don't really have an offensive or defensive identity. James Harden is not the same dynamic scorer that we used to see him that we're used to seeing. He's really just a playmaker now. He can get buckets sometimes but he can't get the same separation on step backs that he used to that would make it easier for him to transition into buckets to the rack or just like I said step back threes but he doesn't really have that in his game anymore for some reason he's lost a step and at least that's what it looks like for now and Miami's taking advantage of that Tyrese Maxey has been bright spot for Philly also Tobias Harris has had a very strong series but it's really been Tyrese Maxey who's kept these guys alive despite them being down 2-0 in their series Miami is just too much for Philly at the moment. Like I said, without Embiid, they're just too much on the boards. Too, even though they have a small ball lineup, Jimmy Butler is averaging almost 10 points. I mean, almost 10 rebounds per game at the small forward spot. So just that alone is going to take away boards from the opposing team throughout this series. They've also averaged about like 38 rebounds in total as a team. And Philly... I believe has averaged uh, 
I mean, sorry, Miami has averaged about 50 rebounds in this series, and Philly has averaged below 35 rebounds. So that just is one example of how dominant and the hustle that the Miami Heat bring and Philly just hasn't brought. If Philly loses this series, Doc Rivers is most likely going to lose his job this offseason. And that's sad because Doc Rivers is a great coach. And it seems like he kind of knows how to coach this team. He's a great coach for Tyrese Maxey. He's a great coach for Joel Embiid. But no one knows the future of this squad, especially if Joel Embiid doesn't return in full form. There is news that he might return for game three, and that's just great news for the Philadelphia 76ers because, as we all know, he is a potential MVP can He is an MVP candidate. Most likely, jo- um, most likely Nikola Jokic is going to take on the award for back-to-back years. But if Joel Embiid did not get injured throughout the season, then he would have most likely take home the MVP this year. But he's not going to. But he is my MVP. And he's obviously the Sixers MVP because without Joel Embiid, they're just a shell of themselves. And to move on to the next series, Phoenix versus Dallas. Phoenix is up 2-0 in that series as well. Dallas has been putting up a fight, though. Luka Doncic is almost averaging a triple-double in that series. In the first game, he dropped a triple-double. Uh, in the second game, and not, he didn't drop a triple-double, but he almost had a triple-double with 45 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. Just dishing it out all over. Dorian Finney-Smith also had a very strong game. Maxi Kleba has been putting up very strong contributions off the bench on both ends of the floor. But the Phoenix Suns are just too deep. Bismack Biombo had a very strong performance in game two with nine points, three rebounds, and two blocks off the bench. Also, JaVale had six points, three rebounds, and three blocks off the bench. So you have if you have production like that coming from your backup centers, it's just going to be hard to, <laughs> to take the dub. Also, Phoenix out-rebounds Dallas by an expand, like an extantial amount. And Devin Booker is just too dynamic on the offensive end of the floor. He's also been doing a pretty good job of guarding Luka Doncic in this series. So props to him on that. CP3 his in CP3 form that we're used to seeing him in. And this is going to most likely be a gentleman's sweep. Or it could go to six. But I see it being a gentleman's sweep. And to move on to the Memphis and Golden State series. That series is tied 1-1 as well. Not as well, but that series is tied 1-1. Memphis won the last game, 106-101. Golden State obviously won the first game. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson really struggled in the second game on offense, both shooting below 50% from field goal range, below 45%. Klay shot 23, Steph shot 40. Both of them were just missing everywhere, missing clutch baskets down the stretch. John Morant was the guy for both, for both teams. He was the best player on the court that game he finished the game with 47 points eight rounds and eight assists and had pretty much the game winning floater jaron jackson has been playing outstanding basketball throughout this series and throughout these playoffs uh, on defense and on offense he finished the game with 16 points i mean 12 points eight rounds and two blocks he's leading the league in blocks right now in the playoffs with 2.8 brandon clark has been a huge piece for the Memphis Grizzlies as well, coming off the bench with 
He had 10 points and four rebounds in their victory. One steal and one block as well on defense. They also have guys like D'Anthony Melton, Tyus Jones, Zaire Williams. Memphis Grizzlies are stacked just like the Golden State Warriors. And that's why this series is most likely going to go seven. It, it could go six, but I think it's going to go seven. Golden State and Memphis are just matched up. Memphis has the youth and the speed and the strength. And Golden State has some youth, but they have the experience and the championship pedigree. And last but not least, the Boston and Bucks series. That series is also tied 1-1. Boston won the last game 109-86, completely blowing Milwaukee out the water. As you guys know, Chris Middleton is still out for the Bucks with an injury. So Giannis has had to step up more on offense. He did drop a triple-double in game one. But in game two, Jalen Brown stepped up on, on the offensive end of the floor, just crossing over defenders. He had a nasty crossover on Jason um, on Grayson Allen that sent him to the floor. He was taking it to the rack, shooting threes. He was doing it all for the Boston Celtics. Also, Grant Williams had a very strong game coming off the bench with 21 points. He had six threes also, and he did a great job of guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo. And this series could potentially go down as being the most entertaining series in this play in this round just because of the each team has two players or more that could go off and have huge games and it's a defensive grinded out matchup that's just going to be entertaining all around so i hope you all enjoyed it and i hope you all enjoyed this podcast all right deuces